Welcome to Crypto Sapiens, a show that hosts lively discussions with innovative Web3 builders to help you learn about decentralized money systems, including Ethereum, Bitcoin, and DeFi. The podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only, and it is not financial advice. Crypto Sapiens is presented in partnership with Bankless DAO, a movement for pioneers seeking freedom from the limitations of the traditional financial system. Bankless DAO will help the world go bankless by creating user-friendly on-ramps for people to discover decentralized financial technologies through education, media, and culture. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Crypto Sapiens. Today, we are chatting with Jesse Goldencross, summoner of Avagachi. This podcast was recorded during ETH Denver at a cafe outside the Art Hotel. We discuss Avagachi being an accessible on-ramp for crypto-curious people and creating a rich user experience, including building the Gachiverse. We talk about the Avagachi DAO and building with the primitives of the Avagachi NFTs with products being built around them. Jesse also hints at several updates coming to the ecosystem in the future. So let's get started. Avagachi is kind of uh, designed to be very accessible to people who are crypto curious. And that was uh, a big goal of ours from the very start, the inception of the idea. And uh, that's because everybody knows a Tamagotchi, right? At least most of us do, especially our age. So it was like, all right, we want to communicate smart contracts and ways to use them in a way that is also, there's like a point of reference that we all recognize from the past. So it's like, oh, a Tamagotchi, you got to take care of it. It's a digital pet. We just took that and put it on chain. So Avagachis are 100% on-chain. Um, they're kind of on that short list of NFTs. They're on that extreme end of the spectrum where as long as that chain exists, those Avagachis are going to exist, the artwork, everything. And so that was really important to us from a technical perspective. And um, you are able to pet them. You don't feed them, but you pet them, and their kinship scores this dynamic metadata that goes up and down. So you're right. It's something that I think someone who is not into crypto yet can totally get on a surface level. But then it also gets really interesting if you're interested in learning about, you know, some of these protocols and um, standards and things like staking. Uh, we have a staking mechanisms that's relatively user friendly. So it's like people come into Avagachi and they come out learning about all these different DeFi uh, tools that are out there. And um, that's one of the most satisfying aspects of Avagachi. Yeah, it really has become this like user on ramp into Web3. So what are some of the things that you've seen that Avagachi is doing that maybe that wasn't the intent and has eventually maybe become part of the, the, the system, the process? That's basically the way that the community has used it, right? Is there something that, that Avagachi has kind of learned from their community that then it has implemented? Absolutely. So the community is really at the center and, you know, that's kind of like a, a, a like everybody says that, right? But in our case, we really have attracted a very... I'd say brain gain to the max in terms of there's um, solidity developers that are coming in, indie game developers, brain surgeons that are just moonlighting in crypto, you know. And so we have an awesome Avagachi DAO. And I think the reason, unlike most NFT PFPs and things you may, you know, kind of associate with that, we started as a DAO with a kind of complex, uh, unique twist on our tokenomics using a bonding curve. And that attracted a certain type of user, I feel like, for those kind of, uh, those passionate people that really are interested in what we can do with smart contracts. And the result is we have our core team at Pixelcraft, about 35 of us, but we also have the Avagachi DAO and people that have kind of proven themselves and risen to positions of leadership within the community. And they have their own voices, their own 
projects. They're, they're building with the primitives of the Avogadro NFTs. And we're getting other dApps and other products built around us now where we're kind of finally realizing where we want to go with Avogadro as a more of a protocol. So it's an open source community owned NFT gaming protocol. And that's really what we want to get to. And we're already there in so many ways, depending on what metrics you measure by. So open source is huge in this space, right? I think any project that, or at least a project that has open source as the root of what they are, I think tend to do well. Why do you think that is? And, and really, how do you think that open source has evolved with uh, projects like Ethereum? Yeah, Ethereum has basically taken the idea of open source and added a monetary layer, this layer of value ex like that we can exchange and, and um, specify and define. So it's been very, very good for the open source movement in that way. And in our case, it's helped us to align ourselves with the community members. So we have this thing called like the circle of win. And when there were whether it's an NFT sale or uh, we're, per we're getting ready to release our metaverse, there's there's land distribution. Part of that is a sale, but part of that is also through the staking mechanism. So if you're staking, you're winning land. So the, the way we've aligned is we have this circle of win, which is like a certain percent of the pie is going to Pixelcraft to build, but there's also a rewards pool that if you're taking care of your Avogachi, you're petting it, you're, you're adding clothes and dressing it, the more you do that, I know, the more you do that, then the more uh, value comes back to your Avogachi. You have access to those rewards pools. So it's really been about aligning incentives and experimenting with that. And it's one of the most enjoyable parts of the whole kind of tug and pull of working with a decentralized organization. So another word that gets thrown around a lot is the metaverse, right? And I think Avogachi kind of came first before like the the word really kind of gained a lot of popularity like what is avogachi's position in the metaverse and then just generally how do you think that that's going to keep evolving yeah so we published our white paper originally for avogachi i guess about a year and a half ago and time flies so that's like ancient history now right now metaverse is like the key word happening right now and um, but even at that time, we said, look, there's the intrinsic game of the Avogadro. The NFT itself is a playable NFT. That was the initial idea. But the roadmap also showed for eventually there's an external way to interact and use your Avogadro's with interoperability with other metaverses, other gaming protocols, other even DeFi apps like Aave. So all of that considered, it's uh, it's been about a year in progress where we're building out and realizing a metaverse for Avogadro's, aptly called the Gachiverse. And uh, yeah, you're right. It's kind of in vogue right now. There's kind of cookie cutter, a dime a dozen type of metaverses coming out. But I'm very excited about ours because much like what we, I think our track record speaks for itself with the tokenomics, with the way we set up the NFTs and they have these layers of um, you know, complexity to them and they can be pretty rich if you want them to be, or they can be a simple pet. With the metaverse, we're approaching it the same way. So we took a lot of the lessons learned from what we built with the Avogachis and used that to inform us making hopefully a better more engaging and more sustainable metaverse for play to earn and those type of aspects we do want to be a part of. So we're working hard on that and we're probably just a few weeks away from an alpha launch where people will be able to enter the Gachiverse and uh, start exploring this uh, virtual world that is home to the Avogachis. Oh man, I think we got some alpha leak. That's actually really, really cool. Um, so you mentioned plugging into these other protocols like Aave. What are some like really cool protocols that you see out there that you like, oh, that would make sense for Avogachi? Mm -hmm. So we recently had, um, we have a very active DAO and you can see it on the snapshot on Polygon. We're like the most, first or second most active um, there. And what you see is, <clears throat> 
sorry, you see other platforms like Good Ghosting coming in and engaging with our DAO and uh, pitching to our DAO. And sometimes they pass, sometimes they don't. Good Ghosting is an example of one that just recently passed. So they were also, I believe, um, born out of an Ave grant. And what they do is uh, align incentives uh, for long-term staking, like holding your money instead of degen spending it. So it's like very healthy um, types of activity. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a good idea, uh, something to support. And they came to the DAO and and they wanted some rewards pools denominated in the GHST token, our ghost token, and uh, that recently passed. So that's really cool that we're kind of aligning with another Ave funded project that is gaining traction. They're doing well. They're multi-chain now, and so Good Ghosting is one example. Obviously, the Lens protocol that Stanny and Ave and all them just put out. We're very interested in that. Um, we do think of Argachiverse as kind of a social network. I mean, that's a primary feature is the, the social layer. So I hope that, you know, we can align with the Lens Protocol in a very interesting way. And, and that's at the top of our list. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's really fantastic. So what does Avagachi, the Gachiverse, looks like in five years? If, it, if everything like aligned perfectly. Yeah, yeah, in five years, we actually do have a 30-year a, a roadmap for the tokenomics of the play-to-earn. So five is, you know, just a drop in the bucket. But yeah, our, we have four play-to-earn tokens that can be earned through this Gachiverse, and they're on 30-year timelines. Five years from now, I hope the Gachiverse is full of life and full of other applications that are being hosted on it. So unlike maybe um, what you're familiar with with Decentraland or some of those, um, we started out with an, uh, a smart contract part where the SDK will allow you to write a smart contract and that will actually be represented in the world as an NPC play like character you interact with. So imagine walking up to um, this robot and it, 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 you think it, or a big you know, character named Stanny and he, he's ready to make a deal with you on, on lending. He'll offer you a rate. Um, it's not just like a graphical front end that sends you to their website. It's actually the smart contract directly through that NPC. So I hope the world's full of those types of dApps um, and, and all sorts of uh, custom builds because really it's going to be a framework we've built that everyone else can easily contribute to and build on. So yeah, pretty excited for that. And um, the other side of that coin is the DAO itself, fully decentralized. By then we have a three-year, three-phase plan to go to full decentralization. So we started with, you know, the snapshots and that kind of thing. And uh, where we are now is getting ready to deploy different dashboards. There's been more task forces self-organizing in our Discord and and uh, they're getting control of certain multi-sigs. So over time here, we're, we're already in the middle of what we call the cocoon phase. We're moving from those kind of closed gated um, areas where Pixelcraft is kind of guiding things to we're getting off the training wheels and uh, we'll be fully decentralized where all the different uh, uh, contracts are controlled by multi-sigs that are not Pixelcraft within the next three years. So that's gonna be a big part of that too. So what's the role of Pixelcraft then in the future as the DAO fully decentralizes? Yeah, we're excited to just be one of many members within the DAO. Um, and that means we see ourselves as a dev house building out whatever the DAO wants to build trying to add value through creating new experiences. The Gachiverse is our first main contribution as, as Pixelcraft Studios, but we already have a, a laundry list of things we'd love to get to once we have the bandwidth. And uh, most of those all tie back into that Gachiverse, of course, and keep building. So we'll build there, but um, there's other mini games. I don't even like to call them mini games because they're not. There's other games that are coming out, uh, Gachi Miners, uh, Liqu Liquidator Chase. There's a couple of good ones I'm gonna give shout outs to. 
And then there's also the um, something called Gachi Vault, which is uh, really cool. You deposit your gachis there and they'll do all the petting and basically maximize your APY on your Avagachi for you uh, as basically asset management for Avagachis. And they, within two weeks, completely unrelated to us, they ended up drawing first a million in the first 48 hours and then like over $10 million worth of Avagachis now under their smart contracts TVL in the last two, three weeks. It just launched. So very exciting for what they're doing. Again, this is totally outside of Pixelcraft and it's a, it's a great sign. We hope to see more of this. So how did these builders get involved then? It sounds like you said, like they're not part of Pixelcraft. They're adding value into the ecosystem. Are there grants programs to help spin them up? Great question. Yeah. So we have a, a Pixelcraft funded grants program right now. The, um, you can apply uh, by simply contacting us in the Discord and saying uh, we have brand ambassadors and uh, dev ambassadors that uh, are supporting those efforts. And so we've given out probably about two dozen grants at this point, and um, they range anywhere from one to $5,000. There's exceptions. We can always go higher. But we want to kind of uh, support as many people that are enthusiastic and they're already gachi gang or they're talented, like, say, indie game houses. We want to work with them and, and either do licensing deals or just support them in any way we can. So definitely the grants program. And then the DAO itself just recently launched a treasury task force. So they're kind of managing a certain pool of funds to support things that, that the DAO is passionate about. So part of that decentralization, the DAO itself is already starting to make some moves. So as Web3 continues to gain traction and interest, right, from community members that want to become active participants, I think we're also starting to see the Web2 institutions see that there is maybe opportunity, but also writing on the wall, like, well, we need to have some sort of Web3 integration. You talked about wanting to work with these indie houses so that they can collab on the Gachiverse. What would like a potential partnership or integration look like with a tr institutional gaming platform, right? Uh, is there room for that? How would something like that work? Yeah, so I think there's a couple different ways. We've already experienced and come in contact with different game houses that are, they're, they're building out indie games. Um, uh, maybe they're looking for publishing. We basically have a built-in audience of thousands, tens of thousands that are ready to try out the games if they have Avogachis. And I think it will only, the case for this will only be greater after we have the Metaverse Live, the Gachiverse, because we've set that up in a way where we're obsessed with reducing friction and, and amplifying accessibility. So you're going to be able to come in and people that don't own Avogachis are also going to be able to participate this in this. We're not really uh, bullish on the idea of NFT gated communities. That's kind of like a side thing. It has its use cases, but we're kind of in the opposite direction, like NFT or no NFT. How can we get you involved and, and at least baby steps so that you do want an Avogachi at some point. So for the game developers, I think that appeals to them. Right now, most of the mini games we have are already that are already live require an Avagachi. That's going to change soon with Gachi lending. And that's probably the most exciting if you want alpha. That's the one thing that's probably like the least understood um, by most people. They don't know that we have this up our sleeve and it's, it's super exciting. Imagine the scholarship program with Axie Infinity without that kind of middle bureaucratic layer where they have to do background checks and make sure you join their scholarship team and forget all that and think more about like Uber or uh, Airbnb sharing economy. And imagine that where it's trustless, your smart contract talks to my smart contract, you borrow my Avogachi for eight hours to go play to earn in the Gachiverse and it automatically returns to me. I don't know 
I don't need to know much about you as long as I know for sure, my God, she's coming back to me at the end. And we have a predefined split on the earnings. So that's going to launch alongside the Gachiverse. And I think it's going to be key for allowing more people to kind of come into Web3 and check it out. And that'll all lead back into more developers wanting to build more experiences for the, the growing player base. So it sounds like that could be like one of the more exciting things that's happening, you know, with Avogachi, the Gachiverse. But if that isn't, what is like one of the things that you're like super hyped for with it, with the Avogachi ecosystem, you know, in the coming year, for example, or even just down the line, you're like, I just can't wait for that to happen. Mm -hmm. For me, it would be all the features for the Gachiverse coming online. So when it launches initially, it'll have... Um, Basically, there's three ways to earn Alchemica. So you'll start with almost like a Pac-Man type of experience where it's it's a big Easter egg hunt. You're running around, you're looking for these Alchemica tokens on the top. The part I'm more excited about, and it won't take a year at all, it'll take an extra month, is the crafting to come in. So if you've ever played Clash of Clans, why do we need four different elements? They're raw elements, they're 100% on chain as ERC-20s, but you put them into a crafting table like Minecraft to, instead of minting an NFT, you're crafting an NFT. Think of it that way. Almost like a forge. Yeah, it's like a forgery. In fact, you're you're in a blacksmith shop with an anvil and you are putting together your, your Avagachi NFTs. Those get installed on your parcel to help you farm and extract more from under the ground, your Alchemica. So I'm more excited about that aspect. The, uh, the very casual play is exploring the surface, picking it up when you can. But the, uh, the gameplay with crafting and farming is going to be pretty in interesting and we're super excited about it. That's why we've brought on uh, former World of Warcraft developers, former Capcom. Uh, that's why we're growing the team out on, on that side and, and investing so much in it. Because we want it to be a very good experience for everybody and something with that you'd, you'd play whether or not you were playing to earn. That's really important to balance. So the next generation, I think, is already explore, exploring technology in ways that were unimaginable, right? I think even a lot of what we're doing today is influenced by the way that the new generation, the younger gener generation interacts with that technology, the demand that they're making of that technology. I personally encourage my niece to start with starting GameFi. You know, she wants to be an influencer on TikTok and all that. I was like, yeah, that's fine. But make sure that you integrate in some way the future, Web3. What would be like an advice to a parent, right? Or an uncle who's already like deeply ingrained in this space and knows that there's a lot of opportunity here. And certainly someone at that age could definitely tap into it and uh, position themselves in a way that maybe is, wouldn't be available down the line. What would be like a recommendation, whether it be in the Avogachi universe or just generally with GameFi? Yeah, that's a good point. I guess um, to me, the conversation happens on crypto Twitter. So Get a list and follow everybody that you should be following on crypto Twitter. And then um, get involved in something either like Avogachi or Dark Forest or some of these games that are um, not just surface level, like, yeah, we're play to earn, but they're actually like experimenting with the protocols and the smart contracts. And if you get into those, you're going to quickly gain an understanding of staking, bridging, right? We touch on all those major aspects inside of the Avogachi ecosystem. So I think that's a great place to start. Even bonding curves, you end up learning about those inside Avogachi. So she'll know more yeah. than me. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> she'll know more than you after like a few months playing Avogachi. And so that's one of the feedbacks we get a lot. And it's funny you mentioned the youth because I was having a conversation here at ETH Denver with a couple of the guys that are really close to the organizers. And they're like, oh, Avogachi. Yeah, they're like, our, I think they actually said the same thing as you. They're like, my niece plays that. Like we give it to our kids. So we think of ourselves as 
not really made for kids because there's a that's up to the parents and when they come into learning financial like messing with finance but uh that's the financial aspect is there i think it's great that anyone any age can pick up and be financially literate like it's probably over the next 10 years that's probably one of the big conversations that's going to change is that younger and younger you're going to have this access and understanding and exposure to financial products and it's going to come through crypto and web3 yeah i mean i personally didn't have financial literacy till you know my early 20s when i was like oh credit card credit scores yeah that's important right, right? so it's really interesting to see how the accessibility to finance is changing overall so I'm I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for what Avogadro is doing and the positioning of it into the future and that opportunity for it also in that literacy. So any last words, anything else you want to add about what you're doing, uh, your your experience here at ETH Denver? Yeah, ETH Denver has been fantastic so far. Uh, I'm glad we're not even halfway through it and I get to see more. But um, yeah, just so nice to meet so many of the people in the space that we've met online or as, as a Discord frog or something, and now we get to meet. So um, no, just fantastic uh, event so far and, and can't wait to see who else I meet in the next couple of days. So in terms of what we're doing for Avogachi here, we're, we will be doing a um, kind of outreach at the Breckenridge retreat. So we'll do like a Monday thing there and, and let anybody come in and try out demoing the Gachiverse. We'll run the demo for a while. So that's going to be exciting. Nice. Yeah, we're doing a limited uh, peek under behind the curtain. So very excited about that. And uh, just been a, a joy to talk to people and meet people that, you know, say, oh, I have an Avogachi. It's like, oh, that's cool. Like, yeah. didn't know that. <laughs> so they're around. Gotcha gang is around. Gotcha gang. All right. Well, I think with that, we can cut it here. But man, it's been such a wonderful conversation. Definitely won't be the last. Uh, I'm really excited to, you know, just dive even deeper into the ecosystem. And I'm thankful to our community who connected with you and said, oh, this is someone you need to talk to. And as soon as I heard the name and the project, I'm like, yeah, obviously. That's another great example of just the community leading first. Like, we don't even need a BD department. They're just out there reaching out and, and making the connections. So, yeah, I was happy to see that. Community advocacy in this space is everything. And so obviously if you're good people and you have a good project, you know, with good fundamentals, that's not hard, right? It really just needs to be thoughtful uh, right from the beginning, right? And you need to be honest and have some meaningful interactions with your community. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more and so glad we were able to connect today. And that's a wrap. I truly hope you've enjoyed this conversation. If you'd like to learn more about Avogachi, go to avogachi.com and on Twitter at Avogachi. Thanks for listening to Crypto Sapiens. Please give us a follow, like, and a five-star review wherever you enjoy your podcasts. And stay tuned for our next discussion.